Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, we're coming at you here with a, another great podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys. Be sure to go to thecvpn.com, the Chris Voss Podcast Network, uh, chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com, and uh, check out uh, the six or seven. We're working on a seventh podcast. You can go over there and check out all the really cool interesting podcast you can learn so much stuff from uh give us some support give us some great reviews and support us on the show if you would we certainly appreciate it and uh all of our uh folks etc etc anyway let's talk about news we're going to cover this in two parts of course we've started doing uh, we've started doing one show uh where we cover news talk about my slant on things and everything what i think about and what's going on in your world today <laughs> whether you realize it or not i'm at work chris in my cubicle I can't see outside, and they don't let me download the internet ever since they caught me on Chattable. Or Chattable? No. Uh, one of those porn sites. Um, <laughs> they restricted my access. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, this is for you. <laughs> you can at least listen to this until, you're, until your uh, business overlords discover that you're listening to the podcast as well as work. So there you go. Um uh, I don't know that I can donate or not. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm conflicted on the uh, <laughs> clear, <laughs> clear self-interest I have in this whole thing. Anyway, guys, uh, let's get on to talk about that. What the hell's going on in the world, Chris? I don't know, but it's fucking crazy, and it's just today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's hump day. <laughs> I'll read you the news, then you can be, then you can go hump like a desk drawer or something in your cubicle. Uh, again today, this is the top of my news feed. Um, this was a popular thing we talked about yesterday, uh, at least popular in, in terms of its discussion. Uh, Blizzard is facing intense backlash after banning a player over Hong Kong pro-democracy comments with some fans boycotting his games. This is according to BuzzFeed News. Um, evidently, the players are starting to boycott uh, games like World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone after a user was banned for supporting pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong during a tournament. They banned him for like a whole year took away ten thousand dollars of his earnings uh if you're familiar with most of these gaming um comp competitions and teams you know these guys aren't millionaires uh and uh they live this sort of thing uh they're not getting paid buku bucks so losing ten thousand uh, might be their you know a good portion of their annual earnings that they take and make um uh you know they have sponsors and different things like that but still it seems highly uh, excessive uh, and uh, a willingness to serve China to make it happy. You know, it's really sad. Uh, I think a lot of this does come down to politics where China feels they can be more abusive. We're seeing the story play out with Apple. We're seeing it play out with uh, the NBA and other industries, Google, of course, technology companies. This is a technology story. And we're seeing how geopolitics are affecting this uh, sort of interest where uh, China suddenly feels like they can really start putting the hammer down on, on everybody who wants to interact with them. And they're starting to be jerks because they, you know, honestly, their economy is finally reaching a point where it's uh, becoming an interesting factor in a marketplace that people want to enter. Um, according to the Guardian, also today, Chinese state media warns Apple over an app that tracks Hong Kong police. This is Apple approval of the app made it an accomplice 
in the protests. And you notice the firm language there is meant to scare Apple into complicity. Uh, we talked yesterday about how um, Apple took down the Taiwanese uh, flag in the emojis, uh, if you live in like China or Hong Kong or kind of uh, outlying areas, um, to just please China. So interesting things that are going on in our world that are impacting our data, our technology, and everything else, and our free speech. Uh, and when you really think about it, you know, uh, you can listen to these stories and go, Chris, this is just a political thing, and blah, blah, blah. No, not really. This has to do with free speech. This is the this is the thing that your uh, grandfather and fathers went to the beach for. This is where they fought in Normandy and died and spilled their blood over freedom and free speech and being able to say what we wanted and in uh, the First Amendment. So um, that's what they fought for. So this doesn't this isn't something that's trivial in any way, shape, or form, or or just solely politics. This comes down to a context of free speech. If you've ever sat down, I, I would encourage a lot of people to sit down and read the top three uh, news websites or newspapers, basically of China. And when you read them, it becomes really obvious very quickly if you have half a brain that these are clearly Chinese state-run PR media outlets and the spin on them sometimes is beyond extraordinary <laughs> just like crazy fucking programming uh big brother 1984 type spin uh, it's even interesting how they spin the stories from the u.s to uh you know make china look good and uh it's very north koreanish really when you look at it so anyway that's what's going on in the news there let's talk about nine to five max story uh the coup KUO uh, iPhone SE2 and brand new iPad Pro models are coming in quarter one of 2020. MacBooks with a new keyboard and Apple AR headset in partnership with third party brands coming in quarter two 2020. This is a Chinese language Ming Chi Ku report. That's who the Ku is. And uh, yeah, they're uh, rumoring that this release, now this release is uh, something that they're reporting on. Uh, Apple, of course, is going to hold their secrets close to the vest and decide what they want to take and do. Um, so take that with uh, whatever sort of grain of salt you want to put towards it or fact. Uh, it's up to you. You're the reader. You can decide uh, what it means or what it doesn't. Uh, it's just interesting to see you know, what the strategy is here coming out and how that lays out. There's been rumors that Apple would do more in the AR field and VR field in the future. So them coming out with a headset definitely sounds interesting. Uh, according to the New York Times, Facebook refuses the Joe Biden campaign request to take down misleading Trump campaign ads. Now, these ads were rejected by CNN. So um, it reunites a debate about Facebook and political speech. Now, I'm not being political here, but if you go back and you look at the amount of money that Facebook is taking in, especially during the 2000 election, election 2016 election, from money from Russia, and, and, and now they say Iran is getting into our stuff, all these money from all these outside sources that are buying ads, they make a lot of money. A lot of their bread gets made from selling campaign ads. So they have to walk this line, or more and more we have to demand that they walk this line between truth and reality and whether or not they're protecting our elections as an American company. Uh, I mean, certainly these are multinational companies, but uh, you know, they're, when, when they go to other countries, they're asked to respect their country's stuff. They should do the same with ours. And uh, certainly, I don't know whether we need to legislate standards for political ads. Of course, no one would do that because they're the 
politicians who make their laws that, yeah, you see what the conflict of interest is there. Um, and, um, yeah, it's it's something we've got to decide what's right or wrong or whatever. Uh, certainly, you know, these guys have to walk a line where they go, hey, do we turn away all this money we're making and so we can't make money by selling out the American people to Russia? Um, whatever. So uh, kind of a conversation you probably want to have with yourself and your friends online and say, hey, man, where do we, where do we really find truth? I think that's the biggest uh, problem we're having right now. There's so much lies and bullshit and uh, and uh, PR spin going on, people just more and more are just trying to figure out where is the truth. And to me, I, you know, I've dealt with liars. I've known con artists like Trump. That's why I hate him. I've I've had a couple friends that were pathological, psychotic, sociopath liars where everything was a lie. I mean, if they told you they're drinking milk in the morning out of their cup and it clearly had milk in the cup, you would check it for, to see if there was anything else in there or if they just somehow colored their vodka white. Um, so that it looked like milk. I mean, you just, you just couldn't trust a fucking thing they said, no matter if if you thought you saw them doing it, you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure you did that because you're saying you did and you lie about fucking everything. So anyway, there seems to be this whole, demand that we have to have to fight for the truth. We've got to source our information better. Uh, I posted a post on Facebook today talking about how people need to quit sharing these stupid bullshit uh, uh, websites that post, you know, crazy stuff like uh, new study shows dogs cure cancer, you know, and stuff like that. They're post. I see people that are posting a lot of shit, and sometimes they're just doing this feel good because they can't deal with the real news. But buckle up, uh, buttercup taking strap a set on and deal with reality because posting a lot of other fake bullshit like i don't know like coffee helps you have a larger penis you know (laughs) come on man seriously come on think about it don't post that shit i mean if you're posting it to be funny in a parody sense do it but you know we i think we all need to you know anytime now if i post something my friends will source it uh, if I haven't, and they'll call me out on my bullshit and we all should be doing that to each other. You know, every now and then I've been known to wake up in the morning, I'll see an article, uh, maybe shared by one of my friends. I'll share it again. Turns out the, um, turns out the date is old. It's like a couple of years old. It's not even current. And, uh, well, it is valid sometimes is an important point. Uh, you know, I mean, people, people get upset and go, well, dude, that's like old news. We already saw that and you're making it seem like it's being resurrected again. So I think we all just have to go on this better journey for truth, truth, honesty, and everything else. And hopefully we go through this period of incredible amount of lies to find a better inner person that or we're going to be worse. So imagine what that world is like in an apocalyptic sense. Uh, Wired, a growing number of astrophysicists are leaving academia to join data science teams at tech companies amid a surging demand for machine learning expertise. Space scientists are abandoning the heavens to help you decide what to wear, watch, and listen to. Whether it's the stars or Stitch Fix, it's all about machine learning. This is according to the Wired magazine. Um, yeah. I, I can imagine why they're leaving academia because academia and uh, and government is a great place for people in science right now. Um, and uh, I guess they're just going to go learn how to sell stuff and make money because now it's all about money instead of science, I guess. Or how to use science against you to make money from you. <laughs> We're going to go to use our science that we learned to figure out how to empty your wallet. <laughs> great. Welcome to America, my friends. Rampant capitalism that might be a little too far out of control. Uh, Let's see. 
we read this story yesterday. I'm going to skip over that. Uh, Coindesk, this is important to you folks in the cryptocurrency market. Uh, those of you who've uh, been delving for years and years and years long before the IRS ever said, uh, gave any sort of guidance on taxes and stuff. Of course, here's the bottom line. If you earn money, you should probably pay the IRS, you know, your taxes. That's always a good idea. Because <laughs> um, they, if you don't, they will find it and then you'll, you know, you'll be in trouble. You don't want to be in trouble. Um, you know, be honest and straight, guys. Just what I got done saying. So the IRS publishes its first guidance in five years for calculating taxes on, on cryptocurrency holdings, clearing up hard how hard forks should be treated. Um, so this is good. This is good. We're getting data from the IRS and how uh, people should pay their taxes, how people should pay their cryptocurrency. I think a lot of people in the early days of cryptocurrency thought that somehow it because it wasn't like a sort of uh con what's the right way to say it uh like a common or or like a, a normal expected term of income uh that you know they didn't have to pay taxes on it and, and a lot of oil really wasn't traceable to a certain degree but no man they they have their ways of finding your money so be honest pay your taxes and be a good person uh next up vice Leaked in email from GitHub CEO shows the company will renew its 2000K contract with ICE despite stated opposition to child separation policies. Um, hey, man, do what you want with that story. There it is. Uh, I'm going to not delve into the politics of that. Uh, other than, then, you know, it kind of shows a, a tech hypocrisy, if you will. I mean, if you're coming out and stating that you're opposed to child separation policies and taking money in the back door, well, then, what kind of company or person are you? There you go. Uh, next up, survey of 4,272 U.S. adults, according to the Pew Research Center, shows patchy knowledge of tech issues. Many answered uh, correctly on cookies and phishing, but few knew about 2FA, HTTPS, or private browsing. Uh, it really is sad. We I don't know why we're not teaching more of this in computer age in schools and stuff. Why aren't we teaching our children? That's probably something we need to uh, equate ourselves with. That's also something we need to uh, teach ourselves about. Uh, but more and more now, and you know, we talked about this earlier in a prior couple stories, we need to know what the fuck is going on in our world and understanding uh, safety and everything else. Um, gone are the days where you could just go, it's the internet, booga, booga, booga. Uh, I have to be careful. Uh, you got to know what sort of world you're operating in and how you're doing it. You got to open your eyes and your brain, learn some new shit, learn a new game, teach that dog some new tricks. I know because I have to constantly do that with this old dog, baby. Uh, House Financial Committee says Mark Zuckerberg will test on October 23rd as part of a hearing on Libra and more CNBC. Uh, this is kind of interesting. We talked, uh, I think, last week about how PayPal has left the Libra uh, Association movement. Um, looks like they're getting more pounding from uh, the House Financial Services Committee and uh, more politics. So I don't know. I think I think the big message that keeps coming out to Facebook is, hey, man, you need to clean up your act. I don't know. Maybe some of this is extortion to get him to run more political ads that are fake and lies. I don't know, man. You connect the dots. I'm just going to throw you the information and see what you do with it from there. Uh, this is an interesting story from the Vox. I found it thought-provoking, if you will. Uh the biggest lie technologists tell themselves and others is there is nothing we can do to stop the natural and inevitable evolution of technology. Um, 
They see facial recognition, smart diapers, and surveillance devices as inevitable evolutions. They're not, according to Rose Evelynth. Uh, Evelynth. Um, and uh, an interesting story, just, just kind of the yin and yang of it. It's good to kind of read this, regardless of what you think. I think that was a great story. Um, and, you know, there, there, there's a few other good books. I'm trying to think of one of them off the top of my head that talks about how um, how – People who feel they're billionaires who want to step down and off the mountain of money and go, we're going to save humanity with our, our social efforts and our technology efforts. Um, there really is a narcissistic thing to it, a tinge that uh, doesn't really uh, help society in the end other than just to enrich themselves. Um, so, you know, kind of I don't look at it. I think it's a great article. You can go to the Vox and check it out. The biggest lie technologists tell themselves and others. Uh, give it a read. Uh, it's kind of an interesting counter sort of thing, depending upon which side you're on, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, according to the Financial Times, OECD countries unveil proposals to tax giant multinationals, especially tech giants, after months of negotiation cracking down on the use of tax havens. I think this is good. Cracking down on tax havens is super important. Uh, knowing that Apple Apple at one time had like almost a trillion dollars parked over in a tax haven, wasn't paying taxes on it, is BS. Recently, we saw that uh, billionaires are paying less than the average American in taxes for the first time uh, in millions of years. Uh, and so are these companies. I mean, I'm sorry, these companies need to be paying more in taxes. They just are, man. When when the owner of Amazon is a multi-trillionaire and he's cutting back uh, health benefits for, uh, he's not a trillionaire, but you know what I mean, uh, for um, Whole Foods and stuff, which he's getting flagged for right now, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. These guys need to be taxed more. They need to pay more of a contribution. Their companies need to pay more of a contribution, and it's bullshit that they're not paying more taxes when it comes down to it. Anyway, those are some of the, oh, there's one other story that I did want to cover. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Uber is going to be launching Uber Pet, letting users bring pets on rides without risking cancellation for a $3 to $5 surcharge in select cities starting October 16th. I'm actually kind of excited about that. I have two Huskies, and I've often worried that when I travel or when I go places, if we ever broke down, especially in the middle of nowhere, if I called an Uber, if they pulled up and went, we'll let you get in out of the sun and off the side of the road, but not your two Huskies. Um... And I'm often worried about that uh, if I ever needed to use an Uber. I don't use Uber a lot because I have my own car. But, uh, uh, you know, if I ever needed to or got an emergency situation, I figured I'd fall back on an Uber. Uh, but usually when I travel, I have my two dogs with me. And so this would be a great way that I don't have to worry about that sort of thing or I don't have to say to somebody, it's okay if my two dogs ride with you. Um, so I think this is great and I'd be willing to pay an extra three to five, ten dollars for that surcharge. I don't care as long as me and my dogs aren't left on the side of the road with some Uber driver going, yeah, um, we can't take you. <laughs> You're just like, uh, great. We'll just die out here in the middle of nowhere. Thanks. Thanks buddy. Thanks. I've just got people blasting by me on the freeway at 5,000 miles an hour. So anyway, uh, we're going to go to our next episode of the show, which is a separate podcast. We're going to talk about some of the really cool crap we saw not crap come on chris don't say that on product.com and uh some of the interesting tidbits the meat if you will not the fat the meat if you will for uh product today we'll give you some of the things we think you should download 
And uh, we won't give you the things you should ignore because you don't need to see that kind of crap. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.